Fat Girl podcast is sponsored by ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center. Got a poison emergency? The ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center is the best resource for any animal poison-related emergency, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. If you think that your patient may have ingested a potentially poisonous substance, call 888-426-4435. Lidocaine, a class 1 antiarrhythmic, works at sodium channels and prevents impulse conduction through nervous tissue. This makes it an effective antiarrhythmic and local anesthetic, hence why it's frequently used in small animal medicine. Typically, local anesthesia is used for routine procedures and to help intubate cats with lidocaine spray. That said, we typically use smaller doses in cats as compared to dogs. Why? Because cats are more susceptible to these local anesthetics due to their altered liver glucuronidation. In general, we don't recommend using more than 3 to 4 mg per kg in cats. That's because toxicity can be seen in cats when doses exceed 6 mg per kg. Central nervous system signs can be seen greater than 11.7 mg per kg and typically include twitching, weakness, and seizures. Other clinical signs of lidocaine toxicosis include cardiovascular collapse, like hypotension, electrocardiogram changes, like a widened QRS complex or prolonged PR interval, and even met hemoglobinemia, which can then result in further red blood cell damage and potential Heinz body anemia. Thankfully, lidocaine has a relatively quick onset of action, which is why it's life-saving when we use it for ventricular tachycardia, and has a duration of effect of about 1-2 hours. The half-life in cats is short, only about 1.7 hours. Recently, O'Brien and all published a case report of a cat who accidentally received an overdose of 20 mg per kg of lidocaine sub-Q to close a wound. Within 30 minutes of receiving this, the cat presented flat out, unresponsive, bradycardic with a heart rate ranging from 60 to 200 beats per minute, dysmic, and hypotensive. Treatment included oxygen therapy, attempts at catheter placement, IV fluid boluses, and supportive care. This cat then received a one-time 1.5 mL per kg bolus of a 20% intravenous lipid emulsion, or ILE, over 30 minutes. Within 15 minutes of starting the bolus, the cat dramatically improved. It was now able to hold its head up and was responding to stimuli. No additional ILE was redosed. So, why was IV fat, what we call ILE, given in this case? ILE is commonly used in human medicine for local anesthesia complications. In other words, local anesthetics like bupivacaine and mipivacaine aren't typically meant to go perivascular or intravenously. An accidental toxicosis can result in cardiopulmonary arrest and sudden death. In human medicine, ILE is used as a rescue antidote with this toxicosis. As local anesthetics are fat-soluble and often respond well to ILE administration. In fact, every human anesthesia department in America usually has a bag of fat around for emergency treatment of this toxicosis. ILE is thought to work by three ways in the poison patient. First, it creates a lipid sink. When you give it IV, it creates a lipid partition in the intravascular space and basically draws fat-soluble toxicants out of the tissue and traps it into this lipid sink compartment. Second, ILE augments cardiac function by providing myocytes an energy source, fat. Third, 
ILE helps increase intracellular calcium levels, which then restores myocardial function. So did it work in this cat? By the next day, the cat was completely normal and eventually had his wound treated and survived to discharge. O'Brien and all did measure serum lidocaine levels in this cat. At the time of admission, lidocaine levels were 6.3 mics per mil, while the following morning, no measurable lidocaine level was observed. The initial blood sample was consistent with lidocaine toxicosis, at least in humans, as 5 to 10 mics per mil is considered toxic. Unfortunately, the second sample was likely taken too late. As with lidocaine short half-life, the drug was likely already eliminated. Had an earlier sample been taken, a higher measurable lidocaine level should have been seen as compared to the initial sample. In other words, meaning that the ILE was working and sucking the lidocaine out of the tissue and trapping it in the intravascular space. While this case report is a first to report use of ILE in a cat with lidocaine toxicosis, it's hard to tell if the cat's clinical signs resolved on its own due to the short half-life of lidocaine or whether or not it truly responded to ILE. Regardless, ILE is generally considered safe, despite its extra-label use. Unfortunately, the serial blood measurements didn't prove if ILE worked in this case, although they were consistent with lidocaine toxicosis. So, what can we take away from this? First, if you have a severe fat-soluble drug poisoning, you can potentially consider the use of ILE. Just weigh the pros and cons. In this cat, it appeared to work. Secondly, when in doubt, don't attempt to treat your own cat. This cat was owned by a veterinarian who gave him the initial subcutaneous dose of lidocaine. Check out the podcast, Use of ILE to Treat Ivermectin Toxicosis in a Border Collie, and IV Fat, It Doesn't Always Work, for more information.